So this is another fun episode of the Ortho Show podcast. It always amazes me the unique characters that we have out there in the real world. Danny Acevedo is an orthopedic surgeon, shoulder and elbow specialist at Kaiser Permanente. He's trained at all the best places. California boy went out to Rothman and did his fellowship uh, with Joe Boot and that crew. And really he's established himself as, as a great shoulder specialist in Los Angeles. I love his presence on social media. has a great, uh, funny way of living his life. His uh, surgical cap is cut. Daddy. So we're going to call this the Fro and the Cuff Daddy episode. Big news. He's leaving his current Kaiser Permanente position for private equity with the uh, uh, Unity MSK group out there as well. We talk about that, which is a hot topic. I know you're going to love this episode as well. Hashtag follow the Fro. From medical media, this is The Author Show. Hello world, Dr. Scott Sigmund, your favorite opioid sparing orthopedic surgeon here for another episode of the Ortho Show podcast. Coming at you live from Shoulder 360. We're really excited to collaborate with this crew. We have an amazing orthopedic surgeon with us today, Dr. Daniel Acevedo, who's an orthopedic surgeon who specializes in shoulder and elbow. He practices at one of our favorite institutions, the Kaiser Permanente in Southern California. And what I love is he is affectionately known as Cuff Daddy. It's the Fro and the Cuff Daddy podcast coming at you. What's up, brother? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. This is awesome. Uh, so happy to have you on. So, you know, I love this conference because it brings in really unique doctors from all over the world. And so what a pleasure to have you here as faculty. But we always start these shows, you know, at the beginning. So tell us, you know, where you were born, what your parents did, that sort of thing, how you got into orthopedics. We'd love to hear it. So I'm a Southern Californian native, uh, born in uh, Whittier, always California, um, second generation Mexican-American. Uh, so my dad was first born here, uh, kind of a rags to riches story, welfare type of guy, um, got a philanthropist to pay for him to med school, became a doctor, ER doctor, really saw him grow. I uh, saw what the power of medicine could do to kind of raise you uh, out of poverty. And he kind of pushed me into medicine. And, you know, I've, uh, instead of just being an ER doctor, he kind of pushed me into orthopedics. I was really into working with my hands and sports and working out. And he thought I'd like it. And kind of that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, no, I'm I'm hearing like Ron Navarro in the background. You know, I know he's one of your mentors. He is. That guy's a permanente and one of our uh, favorite sons on the ortho show <laughs> alumni list for sure. Um, so, so that's awesome. So love that story, the immigrant story of success. And then of course the next generation has to become even more successful than that generation. So I'm sure your parents were very much, you know, towards your education and making sure that you had appropriate goals when you were growing up. Yeah, they pretty much just fueled everything, anything that was for education, where I wanted to go to school, anything I needed. My dad was kind of there for me um, and you try to do that for my kids, too. You know, it really helped a lot. And, you know, just having him in the field also. Yeah, no, for sure. Having a doctor in the family, it uh, 
it sort of helps you to identify and then you can understand the concept. I think for a lot of, a lot of uh, people out there that if you don't have doctors in the family, you don't know what it is. You don't, you don't experience it. You could see your dad working late night shifts and coming in with crazy stories, coming back to the dinner table, I'm sure. And, Which all happens. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But you know, I, I, you get used to it, right? Like he, you know, I talked to him on the phone more than I actually saw him in person. Uh, so for me, I just kind of switched that up with my kids. I try to be more, uh, more available to them, but I knew what he was doing and it was for us. So, and he loves his job and and I love my job too. So, you know, I see it. Well, that's awesome. It's, it's learning and understanding from your parents and creating a work-life balance, which is so important, right? Family first, but yet, you know, we're so passionate about what we do. We love our job. We have the coolest job on the planet, right? Orthopedic surgeons doing cool, cool, really orthopedic stuff. And uh, so really awesome. So, so you're a California boy and you stay California, right? So you're UC Irvine, you know, both for undergrad and for medical school. uh, And then it's time to identify, you know, orthopedics. So it was right on at that point, where in that, that scheme did you find out that orthopedics was for you? So uh, it all kind of solidified when I met Rob. Rafi Merzayan. Uh, I think he was 36. He was a hotshot surgeon in Baldwin Park. Everyone was like, you got to meet this guy. So I met him, you know, he wore a suit, super slick all the time. He's got his suit up yeah. there right now. He's always looking slick. So he took me and he showed me a Tommy John surgery. It was my first surgery I ever saw. So what, what how were Like back up to bean footage. So how old were you? Where were you? So I think I was a second year med student at Irvine. Okay. My dad introduced me to Rafi. And I watched him do the uh, Tommy John. No, was it at UC Irvine? No, it was at Kaiser. So, Kaiser. Kaiser. so he invited you to go to Kaiser. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, pretty- That's not easy to get in. But as a medical student, you were allowed to get into this. I just shadowed him. Yeah. Did you, were you able to scrub? No, no, I didn't uh, scrub. scrub. I was just blown away by what he was doing. And he was trying to, I didn't even understand what he was doing, but he just was telling me this was a pitcher and he, he was drilling bone tunnels. And I was like, yeah. I'm sold. I want to do this. And he's taking out this little tendon yeah. from a yes. forearm. <laughs> That's and the right. incisions are like, what's going on there? Yeah. <laughs> So then that's kind of where I met Rafi. And then from then we de- developed a mentorship friendship, did a bunch of sports research with them. Yeah. I mean, mentorship is such an important word for the ortho show. We hear it almost every yeah. episode where you know people were mentored by people and then you take it on and you pick up the torch and then you do the same for the next generation as well. So what, are, you know, so you got Nima there as well, Nima Marin as well, just a really great core of orthopedic surgeons at Kaiser. Yeah. Nowadays, I mean, we have some, we have big hitters now, yeah. me, Ron, Ivan Garcia, Nima. Um, there's a bunch of people there now. Yeah. Reza Jizayiri. You're kind of a big deal. You're the cuff daddy. <laughs> I am the cuff daddy. You are the cuff daddy. <laughs> so we're going to make sure you get that trademark, right? For sure. Yeah. I'm working on the fro. You know, Chanel, can we get that trademark thing going for the fro for yeah. me over there too, please? Thank you. Love it. <laughs> All right. So so it's orthopedic. So from there, you get to your residency program. You're at USC. And man, you're in the trenches, dude. Oh, right? USC, was, USC was really fun. I was hanging out with Taboni and Thorderson was the residency director at the time. Lots of fun. Bunch of sports guys. I thought I was going to go the Curl and Joe route like you. And then I met Edamura. And then Edamura blew my mind. Crazy cases, really complex stuff. And that's kind of what turned me on to a shoulder elbow. And then uh, so from there, you decided to move on. We got to give out a big shout out to, to Jim Taboni, one of my mentors as T-bone. well. T-Bone. One of my favorite memories is on Hermosa Beach at his house, which is literally on the Pacific Ocean, all playing beach volleyball with all these guys. What a what an amazing year that was for me, 95, 96. So I love you, T-Bone. Appreciate you very much. Uh, all right. So you're at the USC residency program. You're deciding at this point that it's shoulder and elbow. And so you want to get away from Curlin Job, which is more of a sports, you know, fellowship idea. And uh, so the fir- first time in your life, you get on an airplane and you fly to Philadelphia. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that was the spot to go. That was the premier shoulder elbow fellowship. I actually didn't think I had a chance. 
And then I matched at the Rothman and then I just crushed it while I was there. I just worked my ass off. You know, I made really good friends with Jerry, Joe, uh, Ramsey, Laz. I mean, I did over 500 cases. It was amazing. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. So let's give a few shout outs without just the nicknames. So everybody's oh. here. This is Joe Boone's meeting, right? <laughs> yeah. So Joe was literally had just come to the Rothman that year. So I was his first fellow. Awesome. He, was, he was a little scared, but I, I kind of knew he was scared, you know, to have a fellow. And I just made sure that he didn't really have to work that hard. And, you know, that went a long way. And we're, we're really close friends now. And he's he's also one of my big mentors. Yeah, no, Joe's fantastic, and he's such a leader now in in the sports world. And I'm sorry, in the shoulder world for sure. I mean, I think it's funny, especially when you're first starting a fellowship, right? I mean, you're used to operating and taking care of patients, but the whole idea is you you need to teach. You need to allow yeah. people to get hands on reps to be yeah. able to do this, right? So, what was it, probably mid year or so before it really started gelling for you? Or I, you know, I hit the ground running. I, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of a big I, deal. I, I, I was, was pushing. Right I was pushing Joe out of the way, you know, and he. <laughs> He kind of let me do a lot of stuff. You know, you know, it's funny, funny story about Joe is I actually invited him to my house and him and his wife came over to dinner and he was like, no fellows ever invited me to my house. I'm like, ah, oh, just come over. My wife cooks really good. Right. And we lived at the St. James and he was so impressed that I invited him over to my house. Like he still talks about it, which is kind of cool. No, that is. I mean, yeah. it's usually the opposite yeah. right? for sure. People are just getting, but obviously you have an amazing personality. You're very outgoing. That shows by the way. And, <laughs> uh, you know, so I think that's not surprising. Now was Serena there as well at the time? So, no, but I met Serena on the trail. Okay. Uh, he was at WashU. We're also really good friends. Uh, met him so on the trail. the same year you? Yeah, same year. Okay, so he's doing his fellowship while you're doing your fellowship. You head back to California and Serena then goes back to the Roth. That's right. Yeah. And we all kind of just, it's like a big circle now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a small, I, I think that the only issue is that you guys need to have a few more shoulder conferences. I don't think there's enough conferences <laughs> going too on. Too many to go to. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're here, we're at Shoulder yeah. 360, which we throw a lot of love, but I do also respect that, you know, you know, Paul, Rafi and Joe are also very supportive of the other conferences as well. Pat Denard's conference that's coming up, the Mayo conference. There's a lot of great conferences that are out there. Even the Berlin. Berlin, Berlin shoulder course is happening simultaneous right now, which is pretty cool. They're going to wind up having some, some lectures and some talks from the guys over there as well. Yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah, no, really great stuff. All right. So California boy takes one year of his life to go to Philadelphia, learns everything he can about shoulder, but you're going to, you have to, you're going to come back to Southern California to LA. And that's really easy. Just hop into the flight and get a new job out in California. Not so much. It's actually pretty hard. There was no jobs, you yeah. know, and I had three kids at the time. And uh, one of the attendings, uh, Dr. Lehman's volunteered at Kaiser and he came to watch me do an ACL and he's like, can you, can I help you? And I said, no, no, you can have a seat right there. I got this. And I banged out an ACL. No, I'm, there's a theme that's going yeah. on here, Dan. So, Just then, so then he stands up, he goes, I've never seen this before. Do you have a job? And I said, no, but I really need one. I got three kids. <laughs> so then he goes, uh, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, shoulder elbow, you know, this isn't really my jam. This ACL thing is like, but I'm going to be really good at shoulders. I'm going to the Rothman. So he uh, talked to the guys and they made a job for me. That's awesome. Yeah. So I had a job going into fellowship. So you knew where you were coming back, which is so incredibly unique. What I love about the Kaiser you know, philosophy in the platform in particular is that, you know, you get to be what you're going to be immediately. They are ready. They're ramping it up. They're getting you patience. You're going to be the shoulder and elbow guy. It's not like you have to sit back for 10 years and build a practice and hopefully get there one day. So tell us about that. So, it's, you know, it's a great experience. Uh, they, they, they fed me and I was hungry. So I operated a lot. I did a lot more than, you know, other people were doing. I just, I, I re really uh, kind of went into shoulder elbow, probably like third month in, 
lots of arthroplasty, lots of instability, lots of cuffs. I practiced new techniques like on a weekly basis, made educational videos. I mean, you name it. I was just trying to do as much as I could while I was there, obviously honing my skills. And then I kind of saw myself grow. And, and when I hit my stride year five, six, I was really like, wow, I got this. Yeah. You know, now I'm year 10. So I kind of, I feel like I'm mid-career, right? You hit your stride at year 10. Like I definitely feel that way now. No, no, that's, that's absolutely fantastic. So, you know, I've been told that I, I do pretty good on social media. So you do great. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, I really like to watch, you know, sort of the techniques and the ideas and the concepts as to how people use it. And, and you're just a hoot. I mean, I love your material, you're educational, but yet you're entertaining at the same time. You know, literally you have a, a scrub hat that says, Cuff Daddy. Cuff Daddy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, it blew up. I mean, all of the, the best of the best were like, oh, my God, I love yeah. that. You know, but so talk to us about this, because we have a lot of younger listeners as well. And I always say it's never too late to get started. But how do you see social media and how it plays into your brand, who you are, how you want to be represented across the Internet? Yeah. You know, so obviously I'm, I'm a novice. Right. Um, I do think that uh, I met you on LinkedIn. Right. LinkedIn's very good for professional networking. It's turning a little bit more academic. There's definitely a role there. For me, Instagram is just fun. I, you know, I need an outlet to kind of show people what I'm doing, cool procedures that I learned, just, you know, how to, and, and I put music on it, you know, make it fun. You know, people, you know, I don't want to just talk and be, you know, that's other people. I think my brand is more like, yeah, I'm trying to bring the fun back into orthopedics. Right. Yeah. I mean, I had a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun with Joe, a lot of fun. That's why I'm a part of this meeting. Yeah. I think it's a game changer because I'm genuinely having a really good time while I'm learning about shoulder stuff. Yeah, no, I want to be around Danny Acevedo all the time because I think we're <laughs> always going to have fun. But no, I mean, I I think about it and, and it's really interesting because you know some people take a sort of a, a, a more sort of boring approach or maybe education. I don't want to say that that's negative, but you know what I appreciate about your post is specific to you is that you're, it's your own material. And it, it's so transparently obvious that it's you that's doing this. And if I would give one piece of advice you know, to our listeners who are thinking about, you know, branching into social media, make your own content. People want to know who you are, what you're doing, and, and yours yeah. is absolutely outstanding. So, you know, love that you've been able to share that with us. All right. So, so social media is a big part of what you're doing, but I want to talk about something. I'm, I, you know, we like to bring the the big news out at the ortho show, right? And so here we are, we're going to get ready to drop it right now. But <laughs> so tell us, man, what's going on in, in your life and professional life? What's happening next? So, you know, I've had a really good time in this early part of my career. Um, I was approached uh, with an opportunity to kind of branch out and join a another multi-specialty group. So I'm joining a group called Los Angeles Orthopedic Surgery Specialists this September. Um, you know, and like I said, it's, I, I meet a lot of friends at Kaiser. It's kind of it's a hard transition, I think. But um, I think for me personally, it's just something that, that I wanted to do to grow a little bit more, move forward and, and you know, be an orthopreneur. You know, Ooh, yeah. Matthew so, Ray Scott, brother. I, I definitely have some other ideas. So it kind of made sense for me at the time. You know, my kids are grown now and I can kind of take the risk, I, I guess you would say. And then what I say is no risk, no story. So, you know, I'm going to try to get out there and, and see what I can make of myself. Well, I mean, I think that uh, it's interesting. So let's go through this a little bit. So mm -hmm. Unity MSK is a is a, a, a private equity platform mm -hmm. uh, that's been around the country, and they've engaged now into Los Angeles, and they've partnered with Los Angeles Orthopedics uh, Surgical Specialists, or LOSS. And then you've been recruited 
by LOSS to join into this process now to go into private equity. So I would argue that you're you're betting on yourself, right? That yes. you feel that you're going to have success with Danny Acevedo and the things that he wants to do, and that this partnership will be good for you to do that. I think so. I think that they're going to, the things that I want to do, they're, they're kind of supporting the, the, the outside ventures that I have in mind. You know, I don't want to do spoiler alerts, but I just think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the right move for me. It's, it's hard. I mean, I love Ron Navarro and Rafi and I don't feel like I'm leaving them. I just feel like it's moving forward, you know, but um, like I said, nothing, it's just more of a personal decision to kind of take this move, but I'm excited. So, so uh, where are you located there? You're going to so be practices. Yeah, so I'm being Tarzana, Encino, Santa Clarita. So still in the valley. In the valley. Yeah. So are you living in the valley as well? Yes, I do live in the valley. All right, that's good. Nobody wants to go over that damn mountain pass exactly. and come all the way down and deal with all that traffic. <laughs> yeah. I know him from my Curl and Joe days, the 405 or oh, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, 405-101. Uh, yeah, that's a tough run. But uh, no, my brother, Rami Modaber, is up uh, at the top of Topanga. So I know that area very well. Oh, we yeah. Can, we go down the backside or we go the other side yeah, down yeah. the ocean. All right. So let's talk a little bit more about the private equity thing, because I mean, it's like black licorice and the Grateful Dead. You know, <laughs> you either love it or you hate it. There's nothing in between. So, you know, we hear about it all the time. But one of the things that, you know, I'd like to hear from you as you were signing the papers and being a, a part of this, are you worried at all that this private equity platform is going to tell you how to practice clinical medicine? Uh, not at all. I mean, I know some people in the group already, and I've only heard positive things. And I, they, it seems like they still have their autonomy. They just kind of have like a, a sugar daddy now, you know? Well, it, it's <laughs> nice to not have to worry about yeah. HR and all of the details. And if a secretary's kid calls out sick or, you know, who's going to fill that role? And it's really nice. And then it's also nice to have some financial backing to expand if you need to, right? I mean, healthcare in Los Angeles, you know, there's a lot going on, and it's a super expensive place to practice. Uh, so having the help to be able to develop best practices, be as efficient as possible, uh, I think is going to be very beneficial. Yeah, I, I, I see nothing but positives. I'm really excited about this move. So, How long has the group been with Unity MSK? Um, I want to say if maybe three or four years, I okay, think. Okay, so they've been in for a while, which is great. Yeah. So, And I love the fact that you've been recruited on in at this point as well, and so that should be a really cool experience for you. Yeah, I think so. Well, we're going to bring you back on in another year or two because we're going to want to hear because oh, because we've got we've got some people out there that don't believe and everybody just to be fully transparent. My group went private equity with Spire Orthopedics about a year and a half ago. We couldn't be happier with our growth, with the potential. We're buying a you know physical therapy unit. We're winding up getting our own MRI. We're hiring new docs and we're growing leaps and bounds. So it's been a very positive move for us. Well, look, dude, all I know is that, you know, it's been a pleasure having you on. Yeah, I thanks. love your energy. Uh, I love your confidence. I love your humor. <laughs> this is the fro and the cup, cup daddy, daddy baby. episode. <laughs> I love it. This is Dr. Scott Sigmund, hashtag follow the fro, host of the ortho show. Till next time.